In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. Father God, we thank you for the great gift of your love. We thank you, Father, for creating us, for making us, and for giving us your Son, Jesus Christ, to become one of us in this world. We thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be in this church tonight and for giving us the opportunity to praise you, to honor, to glorify you, to worship you on this Sunday. I ask you, Lord, that you'd bless all of us who are in this church tonight. Help us to receive all the graces and the gifts that we need to continue to follow you, especially the gifts of strength and obedience to your will. We ask this through our Blessed Mother and St. Joseph, the terror of demons. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Today, in the Chaldean Church, we celebrate the Feast of St. Joseph. And every last Sunday of Advent, so the last Sunday right before Christmas, in the Chaldean Church is always dedicated uh, to this great man, to St. Joseph, one of the greatest saints, really, after our Blessed Mother. And last year, from December 8th, uh, 2020, to December 8th, 2021, Pope Francis actually declared a year of St. Joseph. And so we just finished this year of St. Joseph. But I want us to remember and not forget who St. Joseph is. Because it's important for us to know how beautiful this man is and how amazing he is, how powerful he is. And there are two things that I really want to focus on in his life. First, his obedience to God and his humility his humility in who he was. Jeremiah 29.11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans of a future and a hope. My brothers and sisters, today I want to give you a message of hope. A message of hope that God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for you. God has meaning for you. And it's important for us to, to see that and to understand that because today there are so many people who don't even know their purpose. There are so many people who feel that they're without meaning in this life. But it's important to know that God has a plan. And that plan for your life is a future filled with hope. We have to know and believe this. One of the things in life that we always say, I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. That is not how a Christian lives. When we say that, I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. When you meet someone that you actually like, I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. When you get a job or a career, I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. When something good happens in life, we constantly say that. I'm not going to get my hopes up too high. Because in reality, my brothers and sisters, we lack hope. We lack hope. Sometimes we're so pessimistic and negative in our own lives that we don't even believe that God has something for us. Now hope, it's not just this fact that God is going to bless us and God is going to give us things and God is going to answer our prayers. Hope is deeply rooted in faith. Faith is a belief and a trust in God, but hope is a trust that God has a place, God has a plan, God has a purpose. We are made for heaven, that's first of all. We are made for heaven. 
God has a place for us, a plan for us. But we live so negatively in our lives because we think that just because things are going wrong or things are not going our way, that God isn't working. That God's plan is not unfolding for me because it's not going the way that I wanted it to go. Let's go back to St. Joseph. Do you think he planned that the woman he was betrothed to would become pregnant by the Holy Spirit? Put yourself in his shoes or his na'ale back in the day, right? <laughs> Put yourself in his place. How would you have reacted if you heard or if you were in that situation? We would have blasted the girl we were entrolled to on Facebook, on Instagram, literally. But St. Joseph takes it to prayer. The gospel says he considered it. And we know that St. Joseph was a righteous man. We know that St. Joseph was a pure man. And so he was praying about this. He was considering this. And that is the reason the angel appeared to him. An angel would not come in his dream out of nowhere. St. Joseph was a prayerful man. And so he prayed and he thought and he considered and he discerned this situation. He decided that he was going to put Mary away quietly. Because he didn't want to ruin her name. He didn't want to ruin her reputation. He was going to put her away quietly. But the angel appears to him and says, Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For what she has conceived is of the Holy Spirit. God had other plans for Joseph. Now Joseph could have woken up from his dream and said, well, you know, maybe that was just a dream, that wasn't really God, that wasn't really an angel. But he gets up and the gospel says he did as the angel commanded. The word of the Lord, he did what God commanded him to do. He was obedient to God. God is asking things of us constantly and we need to be obedient to him. Now, God did not give St. Joseph an instruction manual, right? He didn't give St. Joseph a book and say, well, here is how you, you are going to raise the Son of God. He doesn't appear to Mary and enroll her in a four-credit course on how to be the mother of God. He doesn't do any of that. He simply calls, he gives his word, he gives his plan, he gives his purpose, and what do they do? Mary says, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. St. Joseph does as the Lord commanded him. And so we can learn from them to be obedient. Sometimes we feel like we need to do certain things in life, but we don't do them because we lack courage. We lack strength. We lack obedience to God and to what he wants and what he desires. But in order to be obedient, it takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of lowering who we are to be obedient to God, to be obedient to his plan for you. God has that purpose. God has that plan. But are we obedient and are we humble? I've seen it so many times, especially with mothers and fathers, they'll come, right? And they'll say, Abuna, I don't really know what my plan is in life. Your plan is to be a mother. Your plan is to be a father. That's what God has called you to do. This is your vocation. This is your meaning to live out that very call. 
But sometimes in life we feel purposeless, we feel meaningless. Especially when we've gone through something difficult. Maybe God has taken someone away from us. Maybe an engagement was broken off. Maybe a marriage failed. And after those moments, we literally feel like we have no meaning or purpose in life. And then what happens after that? The devil begins to make us question ourselves. Well, what's the point of even living anymore? What's the point of even breathing anymore? When I literally have no purpose and no meaning. Listen to the words of the gospel. When the angel appears to St. Joseph, he tells him that he will call this son Jesus. And Jesus will save his people from their sins. Jesus, Jesus Christ, will save his people from their sins. We are his we belong to Him. And so when we feel purposeless or meaningless or without worth, my brothers and sisters, we feel that way because we're not finding our purpose and our meaning in Him, in God. Because we can look a million places in the world for what our purpose and what our meaning is and what our plan is in life, but we're not going to find it until we come to Him. What happened in the first reading? This woman was barren. And even her own husband was treating her differently because she couldn't bring any children. He wasn't giving her as much as he would give to others because she was barren. She couldn't have kids. And what does she do? She goes to the temple and she cries out to God. And in the first reading, we hear that after she did that, after she cried out to God, she left. And it says she was no longer sad. Do you know how many times I've gone to the chapel with a problem or an issue that I've gone straight to the Eucharist and I've knelt in front of God and I've offered him my issue or my problem or the thing that is causing me hurt and immediately as I leave that thing is gone? Because only in him will we find our purpose and meaning. My brothers and sisters, don't fall into the trap of this world that when things start to go wrong in life, when things don't go our way, we become negative and we become bitter. There's a quote that I heard about a year ago. And for the past year of my life, I've been living this way. And it says that every single day when we wake up, we have the choice to become better or bitter. And that choice is up to us. So I can wake up in the morning and I can tell myself, well, I hate my life, I hate my family, I hate my spouse, so I'm just going to be bitter today. Or I can say, I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to be better. I'm going to be who God has made me to be. This week, I've had a very, 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 very clumsy week for some reason. Okay? On Tuesday, I was celebrating Mass in the morning. And I go to grab the gifts from the side of the altar. The wine in the cup. And I go to grab that cup and all of a sudden, I trip and all of the wine spills all over me during Mass. And then, on Friday, I wake up in the morning, I say, you know what, today's going to be a good day, I'm going to wake up early, pray, go to the gym, and I wake up, I'm like, let me make some chai first, right? So I go to the kitchen, I make some chai, I'm going to grab a lid to put on top of my cup so I can leave, 
and all of a sudden, the chai spills all over me, I burn myself, right? <laughs> and I share those stories because they were big interruptions in my day. Big interruptions. And I could have sat in those moments and allowed those two things to ruin my entire day. But those two days that those happened ended up being the most beautiful days of my week. Because every time God gives us a trial, He's preparing us for something great. Every time God gives us something to go through, every time God gives us a cross, He's getting us ready for some grace, for some gift, for some blessing. My brothers and sisters, if you've just been having a year, if you've been having a week, if you even woke up this morning and you're just having a day, be aware that God has something for you. God wants something for you. Don't live in this negativity. Be obedient to him. Be humble. Recognize that whatever cross, whatever suffering, whatever trial, it shouldn't lead us to think that we should no longer live in this world. Because regardless of how we feel, his love is always there. It's on that cross. That love will never go away. That love will never, ever, ever leave us. He did that for us. For his people. You are his. Completely his. This week we are going to approach Christmas. And we can be bitter the whole week. You can be bitter that you have to see your mother-in-law next week, right? You can be bitter that you have to see your family. You can be bitter that you have to plan all these events and all of this food and all of this gathering. But that's not how God wants us to be. God wants us to be hopeful. God wants us to be joyful. And to recognize that this Christmas, God wants to take your year. God wants to take your week. God wants to take your day and transform it. Give you his love. So I want to challenge us to prepare for the moment that we will receive the Eucharist on Christmas. Because that is going to be the greatest moment of our Christmas. When we come to Mass and we receive the Eucharist. Why? Because Jesus on Christmas was born in this world. And on Christmas he wants to be born in our hearts, right? And so how can you prepare yourself? Go to confession. If you haven't been to confession in years, there are literally plenty of opportunities this week. Tuesday, here at St. George, we're going to have confessions with multiple priests, 6 to 9 p.m. Wednesday at Holy Martyrs, 5 to 9 p.m. Thursday at St. Joseph, 7 to 9 p.m. There is no excuse. If you've been putting off confession, this is the time to go. Because God wants you to be obedient to him. God wants you to be humble. God wants to reveal his purpose, his plan. And he can't do that unless we're ready, like St. Joseph. Go to confession. Prepare yourself to receive the Eucharist on Christmas Day so that you can live in his hope. Amen.